0: no we're gonna keep the dog in hi folks hi you just caught that that if you started listening right now you're totally without context hey man how are you what's up man man uh you know this is allegedly a podcast that we're going to do and uh so far uh we have been interrupted three times
1: i don't think you can use the term allegedly yeah we're actually freaking doing it
0: yeah so so this this is a podcast welcome to the retro show folks this is the retro show with Butch and Chris. And, and, and what is it? I think some introductions are in order first. Hi, I'm Butch Renfro, and this is my friend, Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis. And we have known each other how long now? Hmm. Grade school. Grade school. Yeah, at least. We, yeah, it was before, you know. You know, it's before her voice changed. The early 70s. The early 70s. Early, mid-70s. Well, it was yeah. mid-70s when we moved there. So, I'm, I'm so thinking. mid-70s, now. Mid-70s, around 76 or so. Yeah. So, a little while. So, what is this podcast going to be around? Good question, because it's episode one. And we kind of have an idea, but, you know, we're open to change. Not really. Uh, but what it's going to be, the, the, this is the Retro Show podcast. And you can find all of our social information. And links to the podcast and all our social media sites if you would like to interact which would be great i think fantastic at retroshow.net retroshow.net somebody already took the dot com
1: oh, man. i know
0: I, I, I was severely disappointed I wonder how much they charge us for that uh, five six thousand dollars i don't know probably more than that probably more than that especially when we get to be rich and famous on of this podcast <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we may have up to tens of listeners. Tens. At le- at
1: le- we're, our first album's going to go aluminum.
0: Aluminum, <laughs> at least. So, uh, so let's get back to what the podcast is going to be about. Chris and I have this idea. We, we're always telling stories to other people about when we were growing up, you know, and about how growing up in the 70s and 80s was just, just a fantastic time. And, you know, the, the movies, the music, the, uh, the Saturday morning uh, t- TV shows, which we'll be talking about today. Spoiler alert! Okay, so today's topic, Chris, best live-action kids' Saturday morning television program. It's going to be hard to get that on a T-shirt,
1: but... So the, the, you're talking
0: live-action, not cartoons? Not cartoon. the cartoons, the live-action, not Super Friends. <laughs> that might be on another show. Scooby-Doo, maybe on another show. Not this one. Live action. Because starting in the early 70s, uh, Sid and Marty Croft was a big uh, player in in the field. Started to put live action uh, television programs aimed towards children. Yep. Okay. And Filmation also did some of those before they got into animation into the 80s, big with He-Man and all that kind of stuff. They had some big shows. Some of those may be on my list.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, I, I'll i be honest with you. I went back after you told me what this was going to be about
0: today, and I
1: i looked some stuff up on the Internet, and half the shows on there I don't even
0: remember. You don't. I mean, you no, see, I don't either, I don't but remember I know the ones shows. that stuck with me. Well,
1: I've only got – I literally – I mean, you wanted five. Yeah. I literally came up with two, and then I have a ringer that I'm going to yeah. throw in. Um that that's going to blow your mind, I think, because uh, it was definitely live action.
0: So okay, um, interesting. I'm <laughs> kind of scared now. You know, I want to rate this podcast where children can listen to it. Not bump, bump, up, up, So you know,
1: there's <laughs> something wrong with my
0: dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, it's already taken a dark turn, children. Okay, so and, and so. Going into this podcast, now that you guys know what the topic of today's show is, I think one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this is that maybe some younger folks that are listening, maybe, it's possible, maybe they're stuck in the the, the you know the, the car with their, their parents or their grandparents, and they're listening to this. Did you know we only had three channels, four if you counted PBS? Yep, yeah,
1: and I watched a lot of PBS.
0: Yeah, and if the president came on, you were a host.
1: You know, I would – just just for reference, I was born in 67. But I think you were born in 66. 66. yeah. So, you know, mid-70s, we're 9 and 10 years old. Um, 8, 9, 10, right in there. And yeah. I mean, a very impressionable age for television. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know where you want to go with that, but just, just for reference, that's – that's how old we
0: are. We're yeah old. We're we're old. And there were three channels on so Saturday mornings, kids. Uncle Butch and Uncle Chris are gonna tell you a story. Saturday mornings was basically programmed to kids. Okay, so it was from about you know seven AM till eleven A.M. you had about you know four solid hours of kids programming. Yep. And It was some of the best times because, man, okay, so it's Saturday morning. I want you to go back with me, children. Go back with me and Uncle Chris because it's going to be like 1974. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, my parents couldn't roll me out of bed to go to school at 6 in the morning, but by golly, at 6 a.m., I was up in my little footy pajamas running in there to grab me a bowl of sugar-coated something. Yep. Yep. Parking that, my that rear end. Can, that
1: can be another freaking show.
0: Oh, it's going to be. Best yes. breakfast service. <laughs> See there? See there? We're already coming up. This is just, it, that's brain power, people. That's brain power.
1: Between the two of us,
0: we actually have a brain. That's between, awesome. The, between, <laughs> the, allegedly. You can use allegedly on that one. Yes, sure. allegedly. So, but it's Saturday morning, and we park ourselves in front of the TV. And if you got up too early, you had to watch the farm report.
1: Yes. And you know what? I find myself leaning more and more towards the farm report these days. Yeah,
0: it's because we're old. (laughs) But back then, it's like, I didn't know what hog futures were. No, Hogs don't really have a future.
1: No, not really.
0: They turned into bacon, which is why I love hogs. They're wonderful animals. Anyway, so let's get to the live-action television shows. So they're producing these live-action television shows. And, Chris, I want you to go first with your pick
1: so number one
0: no let's start at the bottom and work our way
1: well up. like i said i only came up with three i'm gonna say the ringer for the last okay but um i guess my second pick would be shazam and isis shazam
0: now, isis okay I, that's I, I also actually, on my list Spoiler. i actually
1: did watch that show yes i mean that I wasn't a huge fan of the live-action shows, but that one was actually pretty cool.
0: Well, you know why? Because you and I have always been comic book fans. Yeah, we like superheroes. Yeah, and you know what? What was there? There was the Batman show from the '60s that they had in syndication. <laughs> We'd watch that <laughs> every day, every day. I mean,
1: by golly, that came on at three o'clock, and you were going to be in front you were going to be seat.
0: parked in front of the TV, yep. and so there was the Batman show. But the Shazam! Isis show. You're right now. I have some interesting insight on that one. I'll go ahead and use it on your section here. I was going to use it on mine, but selfless as I am.
1: Oh man, you're awesome.
0: I know. So, <laughs> did you know that actually started out in 19? Uh, let me look at my notes here. That actually started out as two separate television shows.
1: It did. It did. It did. Actually, it was in '74.
0: Shazam. Shazam was first. Yep. And then the Secrets of Isis debuted in 19. Seventy-five. Yep. Now both shows were successful on their own, but then, like you know, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. They decided they would go great together.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. The girl playing ISIS, I was just in love with her. Well, yeah, I was enamored with her at that. She was age. a pretty lady. She was
0: very pretty. She was a pretty lady for sure. And so, uh, so they, 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 you know, they, 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 put them together, and it was a, it was a great show. I used to watch it. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. As an adult now, Ace I'm more. sorry. You watch that now, and it's like Billy Batson tours the, you know, tours the. It, he was in an RV with an old dude, yeah. and I'm like going, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> I don't think that's a appro- that don't look right to me. On okay, any, on any channel, on any channel, not <laughs> at even all. cable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going, I don't, I don't think that's right now. <laughs> so, uh, so that's your number three. Okay, oh, it's so, in my number. Yeah. Okay. Let's say number three. All right. So what's next on your list?
1: My number one as far as live action TV. That's not The Ringer, but I think it's everybody's number one from that era. It's Land of the Lost, man. Absolutely. That, I mean, that show, I never missed that show.
0: No, that, that that was appointment viewing. I might go out after, you know, I might be out playing, but I, I would keep an eye on the clock yep. because I had to come in. That was appointment television for all of us, I think. Yep. So that was, a, that was a great show. That was one of the Sid and Marty Croft shows.
1: It was good. I it mean, was, it really was good. I mean, oh. it. You watch it today, and it sucked right in. Dude.
0: It, well, you know, they, I was a
1: huge dinosaur guy, though. I like dinosaurs. See, that that that's was cool. The thing.
0: Yeah. It, it was. I mean, man, they they knew their audience because what eight year old kid doesn't go dinosaurs? Yeah, I'm in. I'm you there.
1: Know, here, an interesting side note to that. I mean, I've I've been to Chicago one time in my life, and I I went there to. Um, See museums and art, mm-hmm, art stuff yep. that I've never. You don't. We don't have here in Arkansas right. like that. And I, I, we made it to the field museum and the largest Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, the Soup. largest Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, um, skeleton that has ever been found is in that museum. Yeah. And the day I was there, the lady that actually found that was there. Oh, that's cool. And Cindy was pregnant. And she signed, I bought her book, and she signed her book to our unborn child at that time. Oh, that's
0: cool. Yeah, it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it was
1: cool. That's but that was an cool. interesting side note. But just for the dinosaur, the kid and me, yeah, it was awesome.
0: Okay, so uh, just to chase a rabbit now, I also went to the Field Museum. Uh, I, I had an opportunity uh, for a perfect day of just being able on my own schedule because I had to fly in for a conference, and so I had two flights available. One was at 9 in the morning. One was 11 o'clock at night. Uh, Uncle Butch ain't getting on a train at eleven o'clock at night in no. South Chicago, so I took the early flight. So had nothing to do for like literally eight hours. So I bought a ticket on a, a, a bus ticket and I went down to the Field Museum and just spent the entire day. Absolutely, there. really
1: cool place. I yeah. mean, to, to visit. If y'all are ever you know in Chicago, definitely don't miss the Field Museum. Did well, you see? Did you see the Savoy Lions where you were there? Yes, that that was that was interesting to me, and and um, you know they, those those particular lines in the movie. What's the name of that movie? Uh,
0: uh, is it what is the oh, name? Is it Heart of Darkness? No, what is it? See, someone's out there screaming at the radio. Yeah, the actual yeah. name right now. Oh my but, gosh,
1: I love that movie too. But the lines in that movie have manes, mm-hmm. and the actual Savoy lines didn't have manes. That's oh wow! That's really what, what is the name of that?
0: In the, no, oh, the darkness, something. Something. It's pretty good. Darkness. <laughs> true story. True story. True story. We're going to use that a lot it on stuff It is definitely
1: not the, secret to yeah,
0: not, not the secrets of ISIS. Yeah, Not the secrets of ISIS. Anyway, we managed to get there from talking about you know uh, the uh, Land of the Lost. But yep, yes, yep, yep. Land of the Lost, uh, to, to get back on that, had some really good writers. They, 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 they had writers from the Star Trek original series on there. As a matter of fact, uh, Chekhov, Walter Koenig, actually wrote... <laughs> One of the episodes there. But DC Fontana, who not only wrote for Star Trek the original series, but also wrote a lot of the novelizations later on, was also a writer on that show. So uh yes, I just went in full nerd mode. Marshall, Will and Holly. On a routine expedition. Yep. And so, uh, what's your ringer? Because I actually did the work and got five. I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm yeah, not bragging or anything. but did you actually
1: watch five? Yes. Are you serious? Like, yes. Man, I'm seeing H.R. Puffin stuff, and I'm like, I've never seen this show before. You have right? never seen it. Never seen, I swear. Never Dude. saw that show. I don't okay. know if it was just something I just discarded because there was something else I was watching at that time.
0: Okay, I have lots to say about that in a little bit. Because, okay, well, but, but, I'm going to wait. But we're going to get there. But let's, let's do your ringer.
1: My ringer is Mid-South Wrestling. Dude. I mean my dad would come in okay. about 10:30 and then we would watch mid-south wrestling. This is before WWE, um WWF, whatever the hell you want to call it these days. Um you know the the wrestling circuit back then and I didn't yep. know this until recently. They had um different regions mm-hmm. that everybody wrestled Territories that everybody yep. wrestled in. Um and man dude
0: Hacksaw Jim Duggan yep Junkyard Dog yep
1: Kamala the Ugandan Warrior yes the Iron who was actually
0: a guy from Mississippi Captain you
1: know. Dick Murdoch oh yeah sergeant slaughter
0: yeah all started in jerry Mid-South. the
1: king Lawler. jerry
0: the king lawler yeah uh all of those names that you that that got to be household names in the 80s because yep. a lot of them went, ended up in, in in wwf at the time uh, Yeah, yeah you in know there's going to be some
1: wrestling fans out there but you know who the absolute king was back then who's that andre the giant oh yeah the giant he he controlled everything yeah, he, I watched the documentary on him, dude, and it was so—he so he didn't
0: get beat unless he agreed so to get beat. He never got beat because until he became the heel, yeah,
1: because his body was so broken. I watched the documentary, guys. So I'm going down another rabbit hole, but this is okay. really, really interesting to me because, um, you know, I watched Hogan and him fight it out for the for the title, and at that time, his body was so beaten and broken. Mm-hmm. And, and Hogan was the one telling this on the documentary. He was like, you know, when they, we found out I was going to wrestle for the title, I kept asking him, Andre, what are we doing? I let you know, is all he would say. <laughs> and he's like, I walk in there the night of the show and he's always in there drinking and playing cards before the show. And he, he said, Andre, really and truly, what are we going to do? And he's like, I let you know, get out, and he kicked me out. Get out! out. He yeah. Kicked me out of the card room, and he said, We're actually in the ring, and he said, um, uh, We clenched up, and he said, Throw me, and as I throw th- me, yeah, I mean, you know, like how they <laughs> threw him into You're the right, into the right. ropes, and uh, he th- he said, I threw him into the ropes, and he come back, and he said, As I'm as I'm colliding with him, he said, Body slam. And that's when I body slammed him. And then while he's in there, he said, leg drop. And he said, that's when I did the famous, my Hulk Hogan yeah. leg drop and pinned him. Didn't know until that night. Amazing. Yeah. Totally yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, 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 you know what, man? That is not only great, because I think every Saturday morning in some place, there was wrestling oh yeah absolutely. so yeah that absolutely is allowed as live action saturday morning kids program because it was if you don't think that's not cartoons <laughs> if you don't think that's not bugs bunny road runner which by the way on another show um you know uh it it, it absolutely is it is live action theater yeah you and, know.
1: I, and i came up with that because i you know both of us have lost our fathers yeah and um you know, you start thinking about Saturday mornings and your dad coming in there. And and uh, it's all right, son. TV's fixed to be mine, you know. And what are we watching? Mid-South Wrestling.
0: Mid-South Wrestling. That oh, was awesome. That's so. great. Well, okay, folks, we're going to take a break. And then uh, we're going to come back with my top five. Hey, guys, we just want to thank you so much for being a part of the Retro Show podcast. And we'd like to invite you to be a part of our producers club. So what does that mean? That means that when you go to RetroShow.net and you click on support the podcast, you can be a producer, which helps us basically keep the lights on around here so for a mere three dollars a month you can help support the retro show podcast just like these beautiful educated well-rounded have i sucked up enough probably people and they are chris m nancy sms joshua r fran a e m bradford mason and tanya highland we thank them, and we love them because they support the podcast. And you can, too. Just head to RetroShow.net and click on Support the Podcast. Okay, we're back. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's talk about uh, the uh, my top five. Uh, Chris has just given his. I'm really interested uh, on hearing your top, top three. Five. Okay, so my top five. and uh, You may not have ever heard of some of these. Okay, so H.R. Puffin stuff is my number five. Okay. Sid and Marty Croft produced. It was actually started production in 1969, but it aired all throughout the 70s. Um, I think everybody involved was on drugs, if you ever see any of this. Writers, creators, network execs that greenlit this show, drugs.
1: Did you say 69?
0: Uh, Yes, I did. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, And I think uh, they were hallucinogenics. You know, Absolutely. LSD, mushrooms, something. If you ever watch, just look it up on YouTube, and, and you too, Chris, will look at it and go,
1: Drugs. Now, no, no, wait a minute. Just to clarify, I had heard
0: of HR Puffet stuff,
1: but I never got to see but the show, but as to... I was looking at this stuff, I got to see a little bit of it. Yeah, and yeah you're right, man. Everybody in there was doing Drugs. something.
0: Drugs. Uh, it's a place where inanimate objects are alive and they talk to you, once again. <laughs> the hallucinogenics uh and you know it's okay so this is from imdb mayor hr puffin stuff who by the way is a a large-headed dragon and the other residents of living island try to help young jimmy shipwrecked and led to their island escape the evil clutches of witchy poo the zany (laughs) witch who wants to sell?s Who wants to steal Jimmy's talking flute? Hello, uh, for her collection of magical objects.
1: No, don't take the flute.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's how he talked. Uh, but even as Jimmy tries to keep his talking flute out of Witchy evil grasp, uh, he's also trying to find his way back home. Drugs. Okay. Uh, so, it, but it was groundbreaking in a way because kids' shows had had never really been. At, at this point, it looked like this at all. And so... uh 60s, man. Yeah. And it also... Uh, now, this one did not make my list, but it did have a spinoff uh, called Lidsville, which also uh, was a show about walking, talking hats. I kid you not. It starred Butch Patrick.
1: I wonder if that's where the the, the chain, the Lids, came from. I don't know. You know where you can go in there and buy any sportsman, right. Mabrilia hat
0: you want? But lids. Lidsville. Like you wow. hats. But it starred Butch Patrick, who was Eddie Munster, on on the Munster series. What a show! That and was a show. The, the, oh, the monsters! Thought, yeah. The Munsters was great, man. I used to love that. And do you, do you know where their what their address was? Uh, twenty, uh, no, thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Thirteen, thirteen. Mockingbird. 13, 13 Mockingbird, Mockingbird Lane. Lane. yeah You know, Butch Patrick lives in our town, and so we may actually—you know—I'm not kidding. Here? Yes, here. And so we may actually have to try to get him here because that would be a hoot.
1: Oh, that would be incredibly awesome if we
0: can catch him because he tours the country uh, with—he has replica like the Dragula from the Munsters and a couple of other cars that he takes out. How did you find out he lives here? Well, never mind. You don't have to reveal your secrets. I know people. And you know the guy too, actually. But anyway, so yeah, let's go to awesome. number four now. So, number five on my list was HR Puff and stuff. Number uh, four, and I don't know if you'll ever, you, did you ever remember a show called The Lost Saucer?
1: You know, I saw that on, on the previous, you know, when I was looking for yeah. this stuff, just to jump, and I, I don't remember that. Show okay.
0: At well, at it had Jim Neighbors, who started, <laughs> uh who had previously played. God. <laughs> yes, Gomer Pyle on the Andy Griffith Show and Gomer Pyle USMC. I'm sorry, Sergeant Carter, which I never missed. Uh, nope, that was uh, no. Andy Griffith Show. I still watch to yep. this day. Uh, you know, well
1: Gomer uh, Pyle too. I watched. Yeah, any time I exactly. catch it on.
0: Uh, also, starred Ruth Buzzy. Uh, she was uh, on Laugh In. She was an actress and comedian, and she was on lots of shows in the She Was. So it was, uh, you know, it was basically they they, they played these two androids. And they could travel through time, and these two kids end up with them. And they had a half dog and a half horse called a dorse. I know. This is some shit we made up. That's it. Okay, it's the first bleep of the show, kids. (laughs) That's right. We're going for that PG-13 rating. We want you to be able to listen with your children. Uh, But anyway, it was the lost saucer. And so uh, now we're going to go to number three, which we have talked about before, and that's the Shazam Isis
1: Hour. That's your number three. That's my number I'm three. I'm kind of interested to see what number two is. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, I guarantee you never heard of it either. But it, it was it. Well, maybe you did. But we'll we'll, we'll get there. But uh, so yeah, the Shazam! I like I said, we 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 talked at length about that. But also one of my favorite shows. Even though I still think it's sketchy that he was running around in an RV <laughs> with this old dude.
1: Too bad he wasn't looking for that ISIS chick.
0: I know. Well, well actually, actually, maybe the actually, old man was. Actually, <laughs> actually, they they did. Once they combined their shows, they, they did some episodes together. Yeah, I remember her. that. So I do. Yeah, they they did. Okay, number two, the kids from Caper. Uh, no. Okay, nineteen seventy-six ran through seventy-six through seventy-seven season. Okay, and this is a direct. Descended. I mean, you can look at it if you watch clips of it. It is a direct line to the monkeys.
1: You know that that was, that was surprising to me that the monkeys was a Saturday morning show. Yeah, uh, because I don't, I don't, I was not old enough. Well, no,
0: because that. that was in the '60s, and but we were, we
1: caught the reruns later. Yeah, and of course, we always watched the monkey. It was pretty yeah. fun.
0: But the kids from Caper uh, or the civilian authority for the protection of everybody, regardless, Caper. Uh, were a team of four teenage boys headquartered in the 927th police precinct of the fictitious city of northeast southwestern together they helped the police solve unusual cases again drugs had to be drugs uh well (laughs) It was it was usually like this. First of all, they always had a pretty girl guest starring that one of the guys would be interested in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So they had some cute girl on there, and they would always do a musical number. Now, if you go back and listen to these musical numbers now, they're, they're pretty cringeworthy, uh, you know, as you can imagine. But... Um, but at the time, it was pretty fun. You know, uh, it, it was a fun show, and I really enjoyed watching it uh, on there. And plus, they had a, a giant one-time hot dog van that they converted into their mobile crime lab called the Big Baloney, which I think you used to dance under that name, right? <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> well, I don't
0: want to brag. Or nothing, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was basically the monkeys. Uh, so, yeah, corny jokes, music, pretty girls, you know, 10-year-old me. I was all about it. So, yeah.
1: That's pretty much a staple for teenage television. Yeah.
0: You know, well, you know, I was 10 years old and that was about the time that I started thinking maybe all girls don't have cooties. So, you know.
1: I was way ahead of you on that Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) Uh, But you know, I was 10. That's my excuse. So, and number one, Well, I I think we all know this one.
1: Marshall, Will, and Holly.
0: Marshall, Will, and Holly. Land of the Lost. and dinosaurs, man.
1: I'll be honest with you, dude. I think I think that's probably everybody's number one live it, action show. It, it, it has to be. be. It, it has be. to be. It should be. Because everybody knows the reference when you yeah. say it.
0: And our I, age. Anyway, everybody our age can sing the theme song from memory. We're not going to. But they can. Um, but, you know, uh, and here's the thing, man. They actually did have some pretty good writing for a kid's show. Now, you know, uh, the, the effects, oh, they did not age well at all. Uh, but really, the sleestacks at the time scared me to death. Yeah, Eight year old me was terrified yeah. of sleestacks.
1: stacks. I like the giant toothpick.
0: The giant toothpick? You remember oh, the, when yeah were the yeah, yeah. would come, up, He'd to the come cave. up there, grumpy. Grumpy, yeah. They had, yeah.
1: They had a big uh, log that they had sharpened the end of, and they'd jam it in his jam mouth.
0: Jam it in his mouth, and yep. they'd run off, yep. yeah. Yep. And. Uh, you know, they did that a lot because they already had that footage completed of the puppet <laughs> jumping back. So <laughs> he got to save some money. Uh, it starred uh, Spencer Milligan, was uh, uh, Marshall. Marshall. Uh, Wesley Ewer was uh, Will, and Kathy Coleman was. Yeah, Holly. Kathy Coleman. Kathy Coleman. Kathy See. Coleman might have been my first TV crush.
1: Uh, not mine. Ellie Mae Clampett was. Ellie Mae Okay. She wasn't Saturday mornings, buddy. She wasn't Saturday mornings, Anytime morning, yeah. she'd walk down that staircase in that evening gown, dude, she, I just thought she was smoking hot.
0: You know what? Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Donna Douglas, I think, was yep. her real name. And she yep. was a very pretty lady. She, she was. really was.
1: her and, and uh, Barbara Eden. Boy, they, they tore Oh, up.
0: yeah. Yeah, Barbara Eden uh,
1: back
0: in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Da-da, da-da, Okay, thank you. That's the Everybody tuned out and they went away. We're gonna look at the stats and this is when they all went, Nope. But then... <laughs> well man, I thought this was a fun first show.
1: It was. I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it and I'm sorry about the rabbit holes, but I think that was No legit. no the
0: rabbit holes are, are are legit. We're gonna keep doing the rabbit holes. I think the rabbit holes are important.
1: Um, you know, stuff comes uh comes to mind when you start reminiscing and thinking about stuff and um it's um it's a lot of fun i enjoy this this is stuff honest to god this is stuff we do anyway
0: this is stuff we talk about anyway so we may as well share it with the world well because we're giving that way
1: (laughs) well you may be giving i'm taking
0: yeah i heard that (laughs) brother yeah well, it sounds like one of our friends, like there. I heard that, brother. Yeah, I know exactly who that <laughs> is, too. You, <laughs> I, I know you do, ain't it? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I had fun on this episode. And just a sneak peek, kids. Uh, upcoming episode, our, our next one is going to be our, our favorite, or what we think is the best album of nine album, not song, album of nineteen eighty one.
1: As you can see, we kind of grew up a little bit by 81 and start really paying attention to music, more so than we did before.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, folks, thanks for listening. I had a good time. I did, too. Okay. Thank you all. Thanks, guys. Tune in next time. And remember, you can catch us at um, uh, RetroShow.net. RetroShow.net is where you can go to find out links to uh, all of our social media stuff and uh, links to the uh, podcast and the show notes for each podcast. We may even embed a few videos of some of these TV shows for you guys to check out. Uh Uh-oh. I know. It's going (laughs) to be scary. See if we can find some Mid-South wrestling. (laughs) man that would be awesome man. it would be which by the way I think we're going to do a whole show on Mid-South Wrestling
1: yeah I think so too because I there was so. a lot of characters there were a lot Mid-South. of characters in that alright brother All right. take care man alright see you next time we'll Bruce. see you. bye y'all